This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation. Friends, do you know that we're like 75 days away from the Western Conservative Summit? Jamie, (laughs) it is coming up very, very quickly. She's not sleeping anymore as we get ready for this. No, I'm not. Big (laughs) event. Uh, It is, uh, it's an absolutely fantastic event. Friends, I've got to tell you this, as conservatives, you need to come to the Western Conservative Summit because we need it in the state. We need two full days to talk about all these issues from parental rights to the sanctity of life to limited government, Second Amendment issues. All of that is covered at the Western Conservative Summit. We bring in about 50 of the nation's top conservative leaders right here to Denver, Colorado, two full days. And you get a chance to interact with them, meet with them, hear from them, be inspired, right, about uh, the direction of, of, of this nation, what we need to be doing um, in the challenges that we're facing, and then equipped to go out there and make a difference in your communities. Let me list just some of these speakers that we have this year. Dr. Yorm Hazoni, that name may not jump off at you, but he's one of the most brilliant Israeli political philosophers in the country. He wrote a book that's like wildfire in the conservative movement right now called Conservatism, A Rediscovery, which is all about uh, how conservatives win in the long run. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, Eric Metaxas will be there. Tulsi Gabbard, Lauren Boebert, Isabel Brown, C.J. Pearson, Dr. Mark David Hall wrote a book on the Christian founding of this nation. He'll be there as well. The new president of Colorado Christian University, Eric Hogue, as well as the chancellor, Dr. Donald Sweeting. And we're just getting started. We have invited all the presidential candidates to join us. So we'll be hoping that they'll be coming out to Colorado as well. And we have a youth conference. Jamie, why don't you share a little bit about the youth conference? So the youth conference will take place the week prior to the Western Conservative Summit. Um, And for $50, students will have the opportunity, age 16 to 22, to come to Colorado Christian University. We're partnering with Patriot Academy, and those students will be able to essentially act as as legislators. They will come in, they'll be sworn in, and get to introduce legislation. They vote, they're in committee. Um, And so they get to go through a simulation of what it's like to serve in Congress, and they'll also get to do various fun activities such as whitewater rafting, going to a Rockies game, exploring Colorado, before capping it off with the Western Conservative Summit, June 9th and 10th. That's right. So go to westernconservativesummityouth.com, westernconservativesummityouth.com, train the next William Wilberforce, uh, Rick Santorum, Margaret Thatcher, Clarence Thomas. That's our goal right there. And if you have a child, a grandchild that would like to be a part of that, westernconservativesummityouth.com. And then for tickets to the Western Conservative Summit, go to westernconservativesummit.com. All right. So Patty Garibay is the founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls. She's been our guest on this show this week. So Patty, what would you say to parents with regards to how they can talk to their children about this gender identity ideology that's happening in our culture? First of all, do it. It's really important. I mean, the fact that we may want to insulate our kids from all that's going on in the world, we can only do so much. Eventually, they will be going off to college. Eventually, they will be watching media. Eventually, they will have their own phones. So this is something that we want to be ahead of, not behind. And so a proactive approach is very important. 
And I think talking about it in some really basic ways, first, before entering any discussion that could maybe trigger even you, because you get you know worked up. And Jeff, I think you get a little worked up. I know I do. <laughs> How could you tell? We need prayer. <laughs> Right before we begin. And and so I think just to hit a calm spirit, because if we're really worked up about it, they can't ask questions. You know, you're going to be feeling like you're you're not approachable. And so here's some basic questions to begin with. What defines your identity? Mm-hmm. You know, Susie, what defines your identity? Well, have they even thought about it? What does gender mean to you? What godly traits of femininity do you see in yourself? How can you extend Christ-like compassion to those struggling to discover their identity? How have you seen gender dysphoria portrayed in TVs and movies and social media? That will help them to identify it is everywhere. It's peppered everywhere. What questions do you have about scriptures teaching on identity? Mm. And how can I support you in discovering your truest self? So these are some of the questions featured in our free ebook on our website, AmericanHeritageGirls.org, and it is a Raising Godly Girls Guide to Gender and Identity. And Jeff, these are some questions, but there's also some word searches, there's some scripture, um, you know, what should I say, scavenger hunt to try to find what does God say about us as our own unique personhood? What are women? What are men? How are they distinctly different? And that helps to trigger this wonderful conversation that needs to happen between daughters. And then in addition to that, we add resources that are in-depth. These are the experts in the field, Christian sources, that are aligned with a biblical worldview. And that's what this book is about. I encourage your listeners to maybe check it out, AmericanHeritageGirls.org. Patty Garibay, founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls. I think you know, one of the... As I listen to you talk, one of the things that I think is important for parents to understand is that, like, this is not a topic that can be easily dismissed, right? So it's no. it, it it is something that's out there that if your child starts to go down, and I remember hearing parents uh, testify to this that once your child even starts to flirt with gender ideology and gender dysphoria and stuff uh it can really lead to life changing and altering decisions right so uh, what what would you say to a parent that just goes well it's just a phase or you know uh they can maybe take something that that lets them experiment with it but it's not going to be life altering in the long run what's your parent what's your advice to those parents I think you're dealing with Satan itself. I, it, it, this cannot be dabbled in. Um, do you want your child to dabble in with witchcraft? Do you think that that's okay? I, I think this is really evil. You know, we were talking the other day, I just came back from a trip to Israel, and we were talking about in third world countries how easy it is for Christians to identify and see demons. I don't know if you've ever seen one, Jeff, when you've been in a third world country, but they're pretty easy to see. And it seems like in this country, they're not as overtly seen, um, like almost a ghost apparition kind of a thing, but rather it is in this ideology where Satan plays. And I do believe that that's the danger. You cannot dabble in this kind of... And, and, you know, you go into the Internet and you're going to be affirmed upon affirmed, because the other part of that study is that girls that are are identifying as a a boy now, they spend between four to ten hours a day on the screen. 
Wow. So you, and, and guess what else they are? They're very, they're highly intelligent, yep. and they often tend to be somewhere on the autism spectrum. Hmm. So you've got a daughter that is highly intelligent, has some some part of the autism is on the screen all day. There's going to be a pretty high likelihood because the grooming is right there at her fingertips. And I think this culture too looks at this issue as kind of the freeing issue of their time, right? Like I can release mm. myself from the bondage of gender restrictions. Mm. And it reminds yeah. me of what my generation dealt with, which was you can free yourself from the kind of restrictions on you know, uh, sexual activity within marriage, right? Like you, we, we have freed ourselves from that. You can really do whatever you want with your life and your body. And you now have the freedom. We have reached a point as our society of being able to, we are intellectually superior from our previous generations. And now we have the, free, and I've watched my friends, I'm 41, uh, really struggle with bad family formation. Um, many of them are divorced by the point they've reached this age or at least gone through one. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're lonely. Uh, mm -hmm. It hasn't at all been the freedom they thought they were freeing. So what is your message to young girls out there who are saying, this? if, if we can free ourselves from the bondage of, of gender restrictions, I'm going to get to live a freer life? Mm. You know, I think what we're talking about when we think freer is better, Right. We think freer brings joy, and freer doesn't bring joy. Mm. So let's talk about what brings true joy That's to the right. human heart, and that is a relationship with Christ. And so the importance of the biblical worldview for kids today to understand that the Bible is truth and it's relevant, and it's here for you today at your fingertips, just like the phone. You can find Bibles on that phone <laughs> and be able to understand that the Word of God never changes. In this crazy state of confusion that our kids are being raised in, they want something solid. They're speaking it. I am excited, and I do believe I'm going to pitch my tent in the land of hope, like we're told to do in Acts, right, where I hear about Jesus' revolutions happening at Asbury. across. I think CCU might have done something. I might have heard, but, but, but there is there's something going on across the nation that today's youth is saying enough is enough. My joy doesn't come in freedom or it doesn't come from any place else but from Christ. And so isn't it right the trajectory when you talked about the sexual revolution? Well, Satan's got that check. He mm -hmm. just checks that right off his list. Right. Now what am I going to do next? Now i got to get that identity. they got to think that God is not perfect and he is not good and he's not a creator. Check. He's mm -hmm. working on that real hard right now. So this is, this is, you know, I believe in preparation for the end times. The end times can come anytime. But we have to be prepared. And so when I hear things like studies from Barner Research, who I highly respect, and they're saying out of 100% of adults that say that they have a Christian worldview, a biblical worldview, only 9% truly do when you do the test. Right. Now, that's scary to think 91% of us, quote, Christians, are raising our kids without a biblical worldview. So that's our next ebook. I bet you could have guessed it, Jeff. It's going to be coming at the end of the month. Check it out in the um, Raising Godly Girls Guide to a Biblical Worldview. It's time for us to get back in the Word and for us as parents to be the role models we're meant to be, to get the dust of the rabbi right from Jesus, to be able to have that on us, to be able to raise them up in the way they should go. We're talking with Patty Garaby, founder and executive director of American Heritage Girls. We'll continue this conversation when we come back. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.